Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines begins, as the man said, right now. I'm Jeff. There's Ira. There's Corey. They're both here. We make up Seminole Headlines, and we mm. say, as we're wont to do... Thanks to Register Sausage. Yay, Sausage! We just got all kinds of sales going on in the chat. One, we got we got Ryan telling people to join the battles in. We've got Noldad77 hyping up Victory Sausage. Mm. We've got, we got a lot of commerce, e-commerce going on in our uh, live chat. What's the uh, promo code for Register Sausage this week? I'll have to go back and check. But I've got a different message. Oh, okay. got a different, I actually just talked to Ben. Ben the Sausage Guy. Yeah. Uh, the Sausage King of Tallahassee. He's in a good mood. The right sausage King, about to be the Sausage King of Jacksonville, boys. Okay. All go. right. Now so we've been talking about it. It's been kind of rumored. It's been discussed. We've, it's been in the winds, but it's happening. Uh, I think uh, actually he said on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is perfect, Florida game weekend, yeah. uh, they're going to go into the warehouse in Jacksonville. So they've been in like 20, 25, 30 stores around Jacksonville in that area, independent stores where pe- you know the people, the mm. headliners have asked to get the registered sausage, and they've delivered it to those stores. Now they're getting into the real deal, into the warehouse, which is a huge deal because over a hundred stores now in the Jacksonville area are going to be carrying registered sausage. Oh man, look what we're responsible for. It's what it's, Ben said. It's ben. Man alive, Ben. Ben said that. He said the uh, end of the year check's going to be a good one, it's boys. Gonna be, the bonus <laughs> is going to be out of wait control. Wait to see this bonus. Yeah. And here's the thing to know for our friends in Jacksonville, that area. There good, there's going to be like three main lines of the registers in your store. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember which ones. The regular sausage, the hot, and maybe the baby links or the short links. But if you want the andouille, mm. apparently the andouille is not going to be in every store. But if you want the andouille yeah. or the jalapeno cheddar or any of the different- Cry out. Let it be known. Let them know. Then, hey, you get want online. It. And the cool thing about them being in the warehouse is they'll like it'll be there that minute. Like maybe that minute. Ask for it and just wait around. And it'll show up. It's like when they built the Amazon out here. I was like, I can't wait. I'm going to order stuff in bulk. <laughs> and an hour be later, here it's going to be 12 right minutes. There. They'll be handing it to me at a red light. It's going to be awesome. It will be here quicker. You go, buddy. It will be quicker. And if you're not in the state or the southeast, registermeets.com is the website. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mention the promo code a little later. There was a promo code for going 10 and 0, another big deal. Ben was offering was it up suck on social at Miami? media. It should have been suck at Miami. I'll yeah. find out. I'll find Could out. Could have been suck at Miami. I bet it was. Just should've type that in and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Just type that. <laughs> you might get free sausage. <laughs> Who knows? Just go to your browser and type in suck at Miami and see what happens. That'll be interesting. Uh, all right. So Florida State did beat Miami as uh, as we thought they would. And uh, and we, we have documented it in a number of ways. But now here they sit 10-0, and which is basically 11-0, guys. Yep. Basically 11-0, guys. It's a little better than suck, suck at Miami. Oh, is it? Sucks to be you. Oh, uh, Okay. That so was the letter oh, U. Well, well, that was for the f- the five free samplers he put out that night. You're not getting that anymore. No, tough luck. He went he went a uh, traditional, big picture. Keep climbing is the promo code for the rest of us who didn't get the free sausage. 
It's a keep climbing in all caps, and it gets you $25 plus free shipping, $25 off and free shipping on orders over $100. You know what I think? Registermeats.com. I think Ben was in the bag and couldn't come up with something. So he's just like, yeah. hey, yeah, keep, climbing. Just keep climbing. What is that guys. thing he says? <laughs> Let's keep climbing. Let's go with that. Well, I think a lot of people were excited, and perhaps uh, on cloud nine after a win over Miami, the third straight, and now the whispers are in the air, guys, that this could be a big week in the world of recruiting. Mm. And so I'll just say to to all the listeners out there and everybody watching, this is the time of year. We're obviously powering towards December 4th and the portal and all the good stuff that happens in signing day later in December. So people are now, that's the next chapter because you don't have this game to focus on. You just got done with Miami. That's huge. Nobody's focused on North Alabama. Let's be honest. I am. Now everybody, you're locked in. You're breaking it down. They gave up 49 to Austin P. Yeah. But Austin P's got some players yeah, now. They yeah, got yeah, some yeah. guys out yeah. wide that are tough to deal with. A couple with. transfers. Yeah. Yeah, it really made a difference. But I uh so I think the turn now is to uh obviously Michael Langston will be a busy guy because I think this is gonna be in the next ten days a lot of fun. I think Florida State you brought it up earlier. I know we talked about it yesterday, we talked about it last week on this show. They could end up with a top three, top two class. Yeah, I think they already went up to number three just because Florida keeps losing. Yeah, floundering. Commits. The Gators are floundering. How can and were they? What I don't know what the final number was. Like a hundred recruits were at that game on Saturday yeah. night. A yeah. lot of five stars, super duper talented uh, group. How could you not, in that instance, in that environment, not soak all that in? Like that's just not normal. That's not Miami's six and four now, right? Six and yeah. three. Um, so it wasn't like a game of the century. In that place was out of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that was floor, that was Dope Campbell at his absolute best. That was a great representation of what this program can be, what this fan base can be, uh, and it was deafening loud there in the in the fourth quarter. I, I just I don't know what else a recruit would want. Uh, you know, obviously there's other things that are large uh, sums of cash. Yes. Yeah. but the one but- everything being equal. Man, that that has to put somebody over the top to be in an environment like that. It was cool to hear Norvell talked about that yesterday at the press conference because he said because you know we all we go to Doak Campbell Stadium all the time. It's not always like that. Yeah, but we go to Doak all the time. We've seen huge crowds there. We were at the Oklahoma game. Yeah. We've seen great yeah. crowds, great Big environments. Moments, yes, but these recruits go to a bunch of different schools. And he said basically all of them were saying to the coaches, "Man, we haven't seen anything like that." Well, the number one wide receiver in the country that is verbally committed to Ohio State was there, and he'll be coming back, by the way, for his final visit will be in Tallahassee. Now, this is a universal five-star. This is the number one rated receiver in the country. Number one recruit in the country. Number one recruit in the country. He's he's six foot three and a half, 200 pounds. He's ready-made. He can play now. Jeremiah Smith. He might be a black Jerry. Um I, Are we going to call him Jerry Smith? Well, I mean, it's Jeremiah. I don't know that he goes by Jerry. He might. He well, might. We, we, we could can ask just him. start calling him. If Jerry. he comes call here. Corey just calls people whatever he wants to call yeah, him. Yeah, he makes up nicknames. Yep, and forget about fine. it. Well, he's he is the guy. He is a – if you go – Corey, you're like me. We don't watch a ton of recruits, films, and all that. Go watch his. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm dude, not watching his until he signs and commits well, to Florida well, State. Otherwise, don't care. Well, I want you to go look go at it. Go play in oblivion. Yeah. Nobody's going to care about you in Columbus. Well <laughs> – who cares about that? Listen, listen, what have they ever done with yeah, receivers? Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Uh, but th- that is a superstar. He's one of those guys where you're like, ooh, you get that guy, there's a little something happening. Like, dude's day one going to start. He's yeah. that kind of talent. And his exact quote was, this was the best atmosphere I've been around this year. Now, everybody in the country wants him. Obviously, he's verbally committed to Ohio State, but he's been to Alabama. He's been to Ohio State. He's been to Florida State. He's been to all these places. And at the end, he said, it was a whole nother level. The ground was shaking. I've never seen anything like it. 
Now, A, that's an indicator that he's interested in Florida State, yeah. very interested in Florida State. You also don't take your last visit someplace if you're not yeah. keenly interested in that school. Didn't the uh, OSU receivers coach – Brian yeah, Hartline, yeah. Hartline do some yeah, weird things some weird on Twitter. Twitter yeah. stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah, he's got some. He's yeah, but he was liking uh, he's tweets weird. that were criticizing Keon Coleman. Right, kind of like yeah, yeah it's yeah. odd. Yeah. All right, anyway, yeah, we're not worried about him. No, but, but I'm saying yeah. he, that's his guy, so he might be a little worried that he can his be his worries. Guy. Yeah, it's it's a good sign. So things are pointing in the right direction for Florida State in that realm. Now you imagine you get the number one wide receiver, and you've got an outside shot at the number one offensive lineman, and this is where we start talking about where Florida State can continue to climb to, to the to your point, right? Like, no matter really what happens from here, they have clearly taken another step. Now, they're going to win 11 games, right? Yes. We know that. Given. At, at the worst, worst they're going to win 11, 11 games. games. Yeah. So you've improved upon last year no matter what. You've been in the national conversation since the first game of the year when you beat LSU, and as it turned out, we're the only defense to stop Jaden Daniels in any way, shape, or form. Yep. So you have been part of that larger conversation the way things used to be going back to, say, 2013, 2014, and certainly all throughout the 90s. So that's happening, and now you've got a chance to add to it. And we thought, what was the one thing you had to do? Well, you had to get better in high school recruiting. Well, my goodness gracious. I mean, there's a real chance. They already have three five-stars. They could end up with five five-stars. They've got – a ton of, I mean, there's a, again, look at this class, man. There's a ton of four or five star kind of kids already in this class. Yeah. And they're now at the point now where they're going to have to make some tough decisions about who to even take. Tell some kids to take it on right. down the road. Yeah. I mean, there's, sounds like there's already been a couple of kids who wanted to jump in the class at this point And they're like, yeah, yeah. If you look, <laughs> would have loved to have you last yeah. year, yeah, but yeah. not T anymore. Tough luck. Yeah. You can see we got the, if you're in the chat, we got the recruiting rankings up and these players go back to the national recruiting rankings director. And let's look at Florida state sits at three. As Ira pointed out, they moved ahead of Florida who lost a couple of kids who decommitted word is that more kids are about to decommit out of Florida. Maybe all of them. I would. I mean, how could you go to that school? You give up 800 yards a game. Do you hear, do you hear your boy during the Norvell press conference? No. Na Napier was catching strays from Corey at the oh, Norvell press conference. Man. No, no, that was Papuchas. Or it was it Papuchas. It was Papuchas because oh, okay. Vandravius wasn't supposed to be on the punt uh, return team mm. that freed Keon. <laughs> and, but somebody got hurt, so he ran out there. And I'm like, hey, what's that communication like on the sideline if somebody gets hurt? Like that Vandravius knew to go out there and be the 11th guy and on the field. And then he goes, because some schools have some had schools trouble. Some schools have had issues with that. <laughs> They had issues with it last night on the field goal team for the Buffalo Absolutely Denver game. How, they did. How's that even possible? Yeah, it doesn't make there any sense. There were knees being taken on the three previous plays. How is your <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, wait, they're kicking, oh, they're a, kicking field goal? a field goal? Holy <laughs> Jesus. Quick, get out there, everybody. So, hey, so they had 11 guys on the field. Apparently, Vandravius uh, had the had the biggest block All on right, that All right, pull back the rankings again. This will be the last time I make you do this. But I want, I want to point something out here as we look at the national rankings. Florida State sits at three at 92.574, just behind Ohio State at 93.72. So now imagine if a certain five-star were to say, yeah, I'm not going to Ohio State. I'm going to go to Florida State instead. If and he's that from were to Florida, happen. right? Yes, this he kid? is. Yeah. 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 And it, Hollywood Chaminade. That's right. Okay. So if he does, Florida State moves to two. And then at that point, uh, you are obviously one spot away from Georgia. Yeah, you may that, not be able to catch. That we'll doesn't see. even, like, one, two, three, four, that right. doesn't necessarily matter. It's that, you know, people think people have looked at this year at Florida State, and Jordan Travis is sixth year. Jared Verse is going to be leaving. Your receivers are going to be leaving. You have a lot of, like, one-year rentals or a few one-year rentals. A lot, you're losing a lot off this team. And people kind of wondered before the season, okay, is this going to be the one-off? 
and then they're back to six and six Florida State or seven and five Florida State. But that could be a legitimate concern because so many things happened where Jordan Travis came back, Verse came back, you got Keon Coleman that you thought, okay, maybe this is just a perfect storm for one top ten. If you're type outside season. of Tallahassee, you might think that. But, but, because but you realize no, my point is Norvell had not proven at that point yes. when, in back in July right. that he was going to do something like this on the recruiting trail. Now this means that all the all everything is working. All, all the pistons facets, are firing. Everything's happening. That's what that's what's so uh, encouraging about that. Whether they finish with two, four, five, they are doing it in the high school level, which means in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six, they should be where they are now. Like they they're not going anywhere. Of course not. That's what that's what that means. That's why that's exciting. It's also fair to point out again that at the end of the day, I don't care what anybody says about recruiters and you hear this there are people who are good recruiters those that aren't and someone that are in between i got it and it does matter that you're able to recruit but the number one facet of recruiting is winning i mean that's all it is especially once you've been there for a couple of years yeah you start to have to Go have win some damn games i mean that that's what turned all of this around forced he started winning and kids were like hey i'm interested imagine that yeah you mean, you know, this is not considered by those in the business to be an, an elite staff in regards to recruiting. Well, they may end up with the number one or two class in the country. Well, and it was fine to question it at the time, to Corey's point, because, you know, he it, when he was at Memphis, I mean, who's he recruiting against? Right. And in Memphis, at a school like Memphis, most of that job is really just the evaluation, finding the guys who can help your program because you're not beating out Yeah, you're not you beating know, out Alabama. Alabama for a player. Right. So then when he got to Florida State, he had shown the skills to do it by what they did in the transfer portal. It's the same skills were going to translate to recruiting high school players, but high school players need to see more of the success yeah. because yeah. The, the the transfers, those are older guys. They're looking for a specific thing. Ready made to play For now. their one year. And yeah. I can step in. I can do this. It's just a different sales pitch, but it is a sales pitch. Sure. And he was winning those battles against some elite teams over the last couple of years. But now you've got the win, so now you can translate it to the high school. You got and the you've also got, that follows you through the door. And you've also got uh, well, the ratings where they continually have huge ratings. And I'm, I'm telling you, Doke matters. Like that that crowd, four straight sellouts or whatever it's been. Um, the Duke game was electric. Miami was super electric. Like that, all that stuff matters, man. Especially when you look at the other two programs in the state. And maybe it's not so electric right there right now. Well, you, you know? got to take advantage when these programs Absolutely. are down. And they, they and are, he has. They are doing that. I do think that, again, all of that, the electricity in the crowd, born out of winning. Right. <laughs> you just got to win games and this will happen. But to your larger point, Florida State's unique. There aren't that many schools of the 130-plus that play at this level that you can honestly say you can win a national championship there. You, you ain't winning a national championship at Houston. You're just, or, you're or just a, not. Or another not school in a, Texas. Yeah, well, yeah, you're not winning a national championship at the majority of the places that I could name right now. There's probably, what would you say, at best, 30 places where you can win a national championship. Uh, you're you're overshooting yeah. that. I, I I'm not saying in any given year. I'm just saying, like, if everybody suddenly were operating at peak efficiency in these locations, that maybe 30? 20, maybe. Yeah, I'd say 20. I, 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 and you might be right just with – my vibe, yeah. my feel is well, that. How many have won in our lifetime? Well, I'm going to say, in any given year, typically there's only five to six maybe in a given season where you're like, well, they're capable. They have Everything's in place for them. But like year. Florida can, obviously. Yes. I, I, I guess Tennessee could. It, it just, uh, I don't know that Miami, I've always said that. Now, NIL makes it different with Miami because you can't go buy a team. 
But if NIL didn't come around, I yeah, would man, say. If Miami had a quarterback this year, yeah, they'd, they'd, be, they'd, they'd be in the they, mix. He's got, be that's a good line of scrimmage. That, 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 there's some players there. My, my point being that, like, I always said Miami will never come back because of just the fan base pre, pre and, the, and the facilities. Well, throw an NIL, the, yeah. anything's possible. Um, but I don't think Nebraska's ever coming back. You can't win a championship at Oklahoma State. You can't win a championship at UCLA. Like, these places have never done it. There's yeah. like 15 yeah. to 20 that have a real – real opportunity to, to do it in, in my eyes and and the one in college station ain't one of them some of it will change though because of nil i think i think some like so oregon's never won a national championship but we but believe they're they probably can. yeah they, they're, they, they got can, potential right? for sure yeah. it, it'll be we'll get to joshua stevens and others uh contributors and questions as we go along here i'm gonna save it till we come back some of the headlines 93.3 real talk radio war chat tv continues in a moment the holidays are right around the corner, and HelloFresh can help you take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holiday season can be hectic, and that's where HelloFresh 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. Hosting this holiday? HelloFresh Market has just what you need to please a crowd. Life during football season has always been crazy in our house. I cover a top five football program, my wife has a full-time job, we've got kids' activities, and there's not enough time to eat the meals we want to eat at our own house. Thanks to HelloFresh, we have delicious, trustworthy meals delivered to our door, saving us precious time to recharge and break bread together as a family. Go to HelloFresh.com slash headlinesfree and use code headlinesfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash headlinesfree using the code headlinesfree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, rolling on. And, yeah, we want to say thank you to folks who have uh, stepped up here and contributed. Uh, Jack uh, checked in. Garnet the Goldfish checking back in. So Garnet the Goldfish is still alive. So, mm, good. We're going to presume. One of the uh, one <laughs> of the checking back so in. So one of the and Gabrielle uh, Reese held him uh, this weekend. One there of the uh, one of the pictures from the uh, breaking of the rock. I think it's I think it might be Bryson Esty. Somebody in the background, like one of the offensive linemen, got it like held up to his head. He's got the the goldfish <laughs> in the bag, just like held up to his head, like that poor that, that goldfish poor has fish. seen some things. Yeah. He's a winner yeah. though. He's uh, a winner. He is a winner. Uh, and Joshua writes, are we sure that this is just who the Knowles are, quote-unquote? I'm hopeful that the complete game will still show itself in the college football playoff. This is a different team with DJX, healthy offensive line, and arrested and running JT. I like that team's odds. Yeah, they listen, there is something to the rest that they'll get if they can get into the playoff. If they win uh, these remaining three games, this one this Saturday, the one against Florida, and then the ACC championship game, they'll be in the college football playoff. No matter what happens tonight, guys, yeah. I'm gonna save you some trouble. Don't get all up You're not in arms. Panic if they're five. It's a TV show. It doesn't really matter if they move them to five because Michigan and Ohio State play one another, and the loser is out. They both can't stand the field. Well, Georgia right. and Alabama play each other. Right. Washington yeah. Oregon play no, each other. No, so good. there's seven top teams. Six of them play each other. Yeah, um, you're you're good. You're you're gonna be all right. Just go undefeated, and you're gonna be in. Uh, so I'm not gonna fret over that. But uh, if they get there, they they probably would be the best versions of themselves, and that will be necessary, obviously. So would the other teams, though, most yeah. likely. No, but I'm saying right now, Florida State's been so banged up. 
I mean, they're playing a lot of guys that are playing through things. Yeah. They've been lucky in that they haven't had devastating season in the injuries. Lost for the year injuries. But they, they've had a lot of very important people that have not been 100% for a good while. Like given, a few weeks now. Yeah. Given the choice, I think you'd probably prefer that route than have lost a couple of key guys for the season. Yeah, Without right? a question. And Without so, question. And back to his question, to Joshua's question, I think the the top – we were talking about that in the smash is that, like, look, man, you're 10 games in. This is – probably about what this team is like people are waiting for that magical second half against LSU to to just become who they are every week and the reality is it's probably not but that doesn't mean it can't come back for a game right it doesn't mean you couldn't have that especially if you're well rested so yeah I mean I think I think if Florida State gets through these next three games and they're in the playoff man they're going to be I feel like they're going to be a tough out in the playoff because you would be well rested in going into that game and if you're well rested they're going to be. I mean, they're going to be a worthy opponent for anybody they play. Also, wouldn't you go into the playoff with kind of like an attitude of, "Isn't this cool? Isn't this fun?" We got nobody's picking. There's no Florida pressure State on Florida win. State. There's in that. none. Yeah. Um, and so you would go into it like, "Well, this let's just play and have fun," because there's no pressure. They've already getting to the playoff would be such a great accomplishment for this program. This season has already been an accomplishment. Now you finish it off. But man, like I was talking to some friends on Saturday night, and they're like, "Man, if we play like that, you can't beat." How are they going to beat Georgia? And I'm like, man, just go into the next month, say we can't beat Georgia. Just have that philosophy. And then there's a chance if you play Georgia, you might surprise yourself and beat them. But, like, why worry about a, a hypothetical game that, has a, that doesn't exist yet with, with, about because you played, my, you played Miami close, that means you can't put it all together and play Georgia and beat Georgia. I, I, I just don't – I guess I don't understand that mindset. Be happy at 11-0. Oh, I think you can do both. I think you can say, hey, my honest assessment is that we wouldn't beat Alabama, we wouldn't beat Georgia, we wouldn't beat Michigan, whoever you think right. it is, right? And then I'm really ecstatic that we continue to get better and are going to be a team that makes the playoffs in all likelihood. I mean, you can do that, right? Yeah. You can say – and it doesn't get me down. Like, I had to learn to do that over the course of this year because, you know, on the one hand, you have – like, at least for me, doing the show on a daily basis, I kind of view it as – everybody knows I'm a knoll, but I, I, I can't – it can't all be that this is great and there's nothing wrong. You have to you have to be an analyst. You have to say, well, they're really good. This season's awesome. Enjoy the hell out of this. By the way, some of these weaknesses don't match up against this. And it's okay to do that, but you don't have to be embittered. You don't have to yeah. be like, oh, well, we can't win it all, so why do I care? That's not how I look at that anymore. That's not the way anybody should look at it. Like, two years ago, they were 5-7. and seven. Yeah. They are now yeah. talked about as a preeminent program in the world of college football yet again, and it happened like that. And the thing I would say to the people that think that they can't compete maybe with some of these teams – Look, man, LSU and Alabama, I was not at the Alabama-LSU game. Coach Henshaw was. He said the crowd was a huge part of that. If they had played at LSU, he's not sure LSU wouldn't have won that game. Well, Florida State beat LSU. Yeah. So they can play with it. convincingly than Alabama. So they can play with Alabama, and they can play with these teams. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they have deficiencies, but the other teams have deficiencies too. We've talked about through through the years. We focus on the team we cover, the team we care about, their deficiencies. I honestly Other think teams do too. You you look at it, and again, we're I I I'm, I'm knocking on wood because Florida State's not in the playoff yet, so who knows what the matchup would be? None of the other teams scare you. Georgia, the way they look right uh, now, scares I, Georgia you. scares you. Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama. You you right. would I mean, uh, does Ohio State scare you? They got a good defense. Their offense is kind of eh. Michigan just won a game where they ran the ball 31 times in a row. I actually and I don't think that's a compliment to them. <laughs> how good are these defenses in the Big Ten? Those offenses are all atrocious, all of them. 
So you don't even know how good – like Michigan and Ohio State haven't seen anything like what Florida State has, Correct. especially with three weeks off in a healthy Jordan Travis. Yeah, no, listen. That's what I – like, If, you if you're making the argument that, that you can compete, seen. there's no doubt that they can compete. The odds of you beating Michigan and Georgia, like a Michigan and a Georgia back-to-back, pretty slim. That's, that's true of most great, people, right? Yeah. Right? Only one team will do something that, that you know, that, So that's that why I'm level. saying, like, just enjoy this part of it and worry about those matchups when you get to those matchups. And I, and I, I think the, the fun of this, though, is, again, to kind of anchor in the idea that, look, you're watching the transformation towards an elite program, towards one that yeah. is going to be preseason top five in, you know, for the next – six years right like there'll be that maybe maybe not that next year because jordan leaves and they lose a lot i still think they're gonna be really good next year i, I still think they're a real uh, a, a candidate to win the conference again next year yeah and i think that they with a couple of portal hits to go along with this class and some of the young players already on the mm-hmm. roster they could be really good well, next certainly year. could be a playoff contender well it goes there's 12 teams 12. Yeah. so you're now back where you desired to be and there have only been a few times in the 25 years that I've been on the air covering this team where I've been able to sit down behind the mic and say, anything short of an undefeated season in which it ends in a national championship is a disappointment. There have only been a few times where I could say that, right. where I could say, this team is the best team in the country, and if they don't win at all, it's kind of a disaster. This 99 was one of those years. But this ain't one of those years. But this yeah. is not one of those years. 14 was one. Yeah. 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 Um, and they went undefeated. Yeah. And they lost in the playoff, but they did have an undefeated season. They played like ass every week, but they had an undefeated <laughs> season. I mean, it's yeah, there haven't been many, right? But like a couple times, maybe. And uh, I do, and I do so, think what gives people pause, with good reason, is you just can't run the ball. You, you're not, no, you, not you can't, traditionally. Traditionally, no. you can't run the ball. I thought Trey Benson had his best game of the season. I love the way he ran in that game. He still had 80 yards. You know what I mean? What I don't know well, what that's they a ran good for as a team. Like and that's a really good defense. Well, right, but the point yeah. being is the people project. Well, that defense isn't any better than Michigan or Ohio State's right. defense. You know what I mean? So you're going to have trouble running against them. But you know who you are, and here's yep. what I would say. And I also think, man, three weeks of Jordan Travis just kind of resting. Well, this is the point. If whole, you get to the playoff, yeah, you got an ace up your sleeve. You have to run Jordan. There's no more games. Yeah, you're not saving him for anything. This is it. This is where the where you Louisville put your, actually has a very good defense too. Like this is where you put your arm around him and be like, "This is it, big dog. We made mm-hmm. it. We got it here." We, we yeah. drove this thing. We made it. We had to pull back on some yeah, things you, that we could have done. Yeah, again, if you look at back at, you know, the again, like within our mind's eye of what Jordan Travis is as a runner and the effect that has, it was 2021. That's when he carried the ball a lot, and that was huge for that offense, but he also got banged up a lot. These last two years, they don't run him much because they don't want him to get banged up. He's not 6'4". He's not Cam No, he's, he's a smaller guy. Yeah. And, and so – He's a, you know, they've been really smart, but yeah, you get into a championship situation, it. yeah, and it's it's all yeah. bets are off. But it's cool, it you kind of have that. You have that up your sleeve. If, if it's you need a fun it. element because it changes that it changes the math and it allows an offensive line that's a little deficient uh, to to have success because now now you got a kid that again changes the math. And don't you think that's why I keep bring coming back to well, yeah, you can compete with these teams. You can compete with them. I mean, you you, you again, you wouldn't be favored in most of those games, but. There's nothing – this is not TCU against Georgia last year. Right. This is not a, a, you're going to get blown off the field type of game. No, I would not look at any of those games. Even if I picked Georgia over Florida State or I picked, uh, you know, Ohio State or Michigan or somebody over Florida State, I wouldn't be like, I'm really worried we're going to beat 66-10. to 10. Like, no, I wouldn't because, be thinking you know, that. One of the big reasons is because you don't worry about the defense. This is a good defense. And I think that's I think that's part of the equation. I tried to touch on that in the 3-2-1 column, but it's like – I think because they feel good about the defense, they feel like they don't need to score 50 points the way LSU does. 
they have to. That, that kid has to run. That kid has to use yeah. every yeah, ounce yeah. of ability he has because they know they're not getting any stops. Norvell knows they're going to get some stops, and the offense can be good enough to score in the 30s without Jordan being a runner. How? And and yeah, everybody that, like people. And I understand the frustration. Some people are like, "Man, why won't he run them? It changes the offense." He know he's aware of that. But yeah, like yeah. he's trying to just win he's trying games to get to the finish line. He's yeah. trying to get to a championship. Yeah. To you're trying to get to a game where now you can do it. Now you say, right. "Look, we probably can't win this game if he doesn't run." Right. So we know that if we're down to the final four, this is it. Yeah. And if the defense stunk like LSU, I think that's how he would call it. He would have to call it He'd that way the whole time. Yeah, that was cool that Norvell <clears throat> in the game on Saturday, the first possession. I think they have a fourth and two right around midfield. And my man punted. Yeah. Smart thing to do. Well, he, he respected that defense. <laughs> well, he did, but he also knew, okay, that offense probably isn't going to go 90 we yards. We don't need to give them a short field. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. need to give them a short field. That's how we got behind against Duke, a, 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 an offense that wasn't very good, an offensively challenged team. We're not going to do that this week. And they didn't, And, and except for the one stupid play, that defense was exceptional the second half and, and won the game for Florida State. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV continues in just a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. I had to fix Corey's mic. Say hello, sir. Hey, can there you hear me? Am I better? Well, okay. you could hear you before. It was just tinny and All garbage. Right. I think the processor broke. But we got you fixed, buddy, because that's what we do on this side of the glass. A little different camera angle now, but it's fine. Oh, you can see live. more of your legs. You'll I know. I'm yeah. not excited about that. You got to sit up straight. All right. Well, I don't do. I never do that. Yeah, well, now my shorts are being revealed. Oh, got to cover gracious. myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good look. Oh my goodness we gracious! Go. Uh, we'll get you. We'll get you worked out. You're okay, buddy. All right. Um, so uh, Steve. So Steve writes, "What's up with Armella? Will he be able to provide help? Not this year." AJ writes, "Is it recently? Is it recency bias of only being 35 years old, or is this transformation of J. Trav make his most likely efficient? What most likely likable FSU quarterback? Most likely. Yeah, I can't read. It's weird I that Jeff can't read. I can read we, fine, we but I'm blind. Him to reading. I'm blind, and you." I didn't see that he'd put it up in bold type up here. I could have read it from there. Instead, I'm reading the little type. Wow. So now we'll be all right. Um, He's likable, man. He's definitely likable. The journey, right? Yeah. Like he, That's what makes him uh, so likable, that he was booed, and then people are chanting his name three uh, or four also, years later. I'll give him credit, man. Like, And, I, and again, I, I don't know how much this translates in the big picture, but I, I will say this. We get to see a lot of interactions between players and fans and players, and you know, there are people will on campus you'll see interactions with Jordan – and uh, he, man, he is genuinely like super good in like those one-on-one settings. And most quarterbacks have been. I mean, I, I can't think of a floor state quarterback, maybe one or two floor state quarterbacks. Kind of comes with the job, right? Yeah. Once you accept that that's right. what it is. So, but it's so, hard to do. You got to get yeah. to that place. Well, and again, I you 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 were just talking about how they're the they they look to be on the track to be a perennial top five team. For, yeah, for yeah, years. I think in the foreseeable future, yes. Well, he's the bridge, right? Like, he and made we'll remember them, that. Yeah. He made them competent to good. And he's been the quarterback when they they're slowly turning in. Look, maybe not even slowly. They're turning into one of the best teams in the country. They're elite. He was the quarterback through all of it. So I think no matter how this season ends, he will always have a special place in Florida State fans. He'll age well in Florida State lore. Yeah, um, there haven't been as many people that have that story at Florida State at that position. Now, if you think about 
Charlie Ward. Now, there's some of that with Charlie, but this was a, an elite program as Charlie yes. began to to rise, and he had to overcome you know those early interceptions and, and the perception of who he was. Uh, and he goes on to win the Heisman, win the national championship. But Florida State was a really elite program at the time. They stayed elite all throughout the '90s, all the way through your next Heisman winner, obviously, and Chris Winkie. He's a grown ass man. You go wire to wire. Jordan takes over a program that is obsolete. Yeah. He takes over a program that has fallen off a cliff and doesn't matter and is on the wrong end of a lot of jokes throughout college football. Now, you know, you don't blame him for all of that. What I'm saying is he comes into that role and then now all of a sudden he leaves and Florida State's a top four team. Was there a, was there a, did you, in the nineties, like, was there a feeling of distinct personalities or, or, or relationships with the fans for the Canells and Buds, Busbys and guys that didn't win a Heisman, but kind of just carried the tradition. I feel like they were kind of nondescript, right? Cannell yeah. and Busby when they were here. Charlie, everybody loved him because right. he was Charlie. He was also the first of his kind in a lot of ways. Yeah. Not many people played the position like right. Charlie Ward played the position right. before him. I mean, there were a few around the country. But you, State hadn't had a guy But a like lot of that. times they weren't in passing attacks. Right, you know? right. Yeah, so it was very different. But he was so good. He was so soft-spoken. The whole thing with Warwick Dunn and taking him under his wing. He yeah. was just a good person that you knew you could cheer for. The I other just, ones I'm after that. To, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not even trying to think. Because I was talking to somebody, the uh, the uh, Ireland friends, our friends from Ireland, yeah. who were here for yeah, the yeah, game yeah. this weekend. I know you talked to They're here all the time. As well. They were yeah. back. They got yeah. a I'm tired of coming over, Frank. Yeah, exactly. Let's just keep it together. Stay on the other side. But I was talking to them, and I was telling them that, like, before Charlie, there just wasn't a feeling like great athletes could also be quarterbacks. They right. just didn't. They didn't. Nobody did it. And if they did it, it was on a running type of team. But Jordan, I mean, excuse me, Charlie, like he was such a trailblazer in that regard that it almost felt like you had something that nobody else had. Right. Right. I mean, I, and it was talked about that way. If you remember the way yeah. that announcers talked about Florida State's offense and you know the fast break offense and all these things that happened. People were just like, "This is crazy! Look what Florida State's got! Look what they're doing!" They don't even huddle. I mean, this look at this quarterback. This is nuts. They, like, they got they four wide receivers out there. They this don't is, even huddle. Yeah, this is bu- crazy. It's bizarre what they're doing, you know. And it's like that scene in the uh, Jackie Moon movie, the basketball movie, where they do the alley oop. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Wait, that's a technical. You, you can't, can't do, do that. that. That's yeah, it. Yeah. What is this? What is this? That's not a basketball play." Joel Davis is Joel loving D. some Ira. Great seeing you last night, Ira. You're the king of everything. Where'd you see Joel Davis? At the basketball game. Oh, man, I didn't yeah. get to see old Joel well, D. If you, if you stayed with the media, well, that's he true. came I was over up to with see the, us. Uh, my fault. But, yeah, you were up uh, gallivanting with Stephanie, wherever you guys were. Snoozing. <laughs> uh, yep, but, that's right. But thanks, Joel. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Joel. His, Thank his you, son man. were there, and he said they're going to be in Charlotte. He's fired okay, up. Good. He's nice. fired up about the Knowles. That'll be good. Carrie uh, writes, uh, heard an analyst say FSU is a precision tool, not a bulldozer. They don't budge in their opponent. They draw away and wear them down. Works for me. Um, that's not bad. That's yeah, not a not, bad, not uh, bad comparison. Not. I mean, they're again though. Kind of a you know, kind of like a more of a Thomas Hearns or Sugar Ray Leonard, more middleweight fighter than a just throwing hand. But makers. not Hagler because Hagler knocked out everyone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's awesome. good. Hey, very well done. Thanks, Those By are forty year old boxers. <laughs> hey, hey, if you kids out the there have never watched yeah. the three rounds of Hagler Hearns, you oh, are missing do it. the three it's greatest on ESPN. rounds It's like seven and a half minutes. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable, and I saw it when it happened. And so, I was so I. Hagler was yeah. my favorite fighter of all time, and Hagler's, he got jobbed. He got I was a Hagler jobbed. guy too. He, yeah. did, he yeah. got jobbed against Sugar Ray, and we know that. But well, anyway. don't let it go to the scorecards. No, that's Marvin. nonsense. Don't though. let it go to the scorecards. Knock out Sugar Ray hadn't fought in three years. Just knock him out, man. It's yeah. crazy how big boxing was back then. Like it was in awesome. sixth grade, that was around the time. Mm-hmm. And I would like you go to school the next day after one of those big fights, and that's all anybody would talk about. I don't even think I could name a professional boxer right now. Currently? Is Ronda Rousey still boxing? No, she's not, and she was never a boxer. She was UFC. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mayweather's fighting somebody. I mean, yeah, Mayweather is uh, who's the Irish guy? Tyson Conor McGregor. Fury, yeah. You've seen Tyson Fury? Yeah, I know Tyson you know, Fury. You know some others? Klitschko. They still He's around? Gone. All the Klitschkos. Klitschkos are gone. Oh man, that's it's yeah. been a minute, man. I, I really, it's hard. It's hard to. Uh, who's the uh, the influencer? The boxer. Logan Paul yeah, or Jake Paul? Yeah, I know them. Brothers, so, you know them. How See? sad is that? Yeah, that <laughs> Those is are the sad. boxers I know is, is Logan or Jake Paul, whoever's the boxer. It's not, not ideal. That's not great. Not ideal. Uh, yeah, I miss the days of prize fights mattering, and I used to go and watch them on closed circuit television in St. Pete. I watched uh, Maximo Moorings, Mike Tyson and Michael Spinks in the Fox Theater in uh, 1988 or whatever that was, and it was uh, 91 seconds. It didn't last very long. Nope, and somebody was stabbed in the lobby. And by the way, when Spinks got hit in the gut, you could see the look on his face. Yeah, he's like, he didn't want to be there. No, he got his who would have wanted to be there? He was very scary. Glenn's our resident boxing expert, apparently. He brings up the uh, Roy Jones Jr. Who was great, yeah. Who also is a null fan. He came to practice. He's he's come to FSU practice before. He's from Pensacola. I knew that. And then... uh, uh, No Jerry Cooney references. The (laughs) ultimate white Jerry. Good old Jerry taking an ass kicking. Oh, man. (laughs) You just looked at him like, oh, Jerry, this is not going to end well. What are you doing in the ring with that guy? And your trunks were pulled up too high. Stop that. Why do you get your trunks up there by your breast? What are we doing? This is not – So we have it – where are we, 50 minutes into the show? And I know you guys have already done a Sunday smash. Hey, so you want to talk about Jimbo Fisher? No, I just say how how remarkable is it that we haven't yet? Because we've said all there is to be said to some extent. Oh, there's more. But no, I think – All right, so I want to give you both something here. Well, right. I was about to say something. I got something for you. I'll right. cut you off. All right. Yeah. Cut my do, mic. Do you know the circumstances of everything that happened right after that game? No. He was not allowed to address the team. That night? They didn't get – he didn't even go to the he locker He didn't talk to the team after He didn't after talk to game? the team after they won. Did he have a press conference? They told him earlier in the week, this is it. You're done. You're fired. This is your last game. How awesome is that? Did he have a press conference, like a Ira? You watched it. You Just, watched the press conference. I'm sure. Did he have crazy. one? Crazy. He did. A, I think he had a press conference. Yeah, he had a press conference because he talked about uh, they're they're just a few plays away from being in the playoffs. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Oh boy, that's yeah. a good way to go yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But so no, what I was going to say is, you know, so when when the job comes open, immediately Feldman and Thamel put no, more Mike Norvell's on the yeah, well, name. His on name this will list. be on every list for any job opening from but this point forward. What world are we living in where Jimbo reengineered the way? smart people think about college football in the sense that in no real world would a Florida should and would a Florida State coach leave for Texas for that school. Right. Correct. But Jimbo did it once. So now people just assume, well, that's a natural course of events. Texas A&M is going to offer Mike Norvell some money. He might go to A&M. Nobody with an IQ over 100 and would ever do that again. Jimbo wouldn't have gone there. That's the thing that people yes, don't realize. Because he was Jim, so unhappy. Jimbo wouldn't have gone there except he hated being here at that yeah. point, and he wanted to go to LSU, and they couldn't make it happen. So he had to go somewhere. He tried they twice found, to go to LSU. So he went to like Jimmy Sexton not, and it, said, "Find me, find me a place." But it's also a, like that's what I'm saying. The timing he re, was perfect. Too. He, he engineered the way people think about this sport in in going up rungs of a ladder because and why you make moves. Florida State is a much much better job than Texas A&M, and always has been, and probably. Probably always will be. Correct. Florida State's one of probably the 10 or 12 best jobs in the country. It, they don't put Ryan Day's name on the list. He's at a similar place. You know, they don't put Sarkeesian's name on a list. He's at a similar place. The only like, time it makes sense is if you're trying to lead. Like Brian Kelly was done. At, no, he didn't want to be at Notre Dame anymore. Right. The academics, whatever. He he had issues. He wanted to be somewhere but he else. Went to LSU. But it wasn't a move up. Yeah, you know, was LSU. Yeah, no, though. I agree. But, but I'm saying it, was, it wasn't. If the LSU. Brian Kelly's job never – here's – I mean, behind the curtain, Brian Kelly's people put his name in the hat when Florida State hired Florida Mor- State, Mar- yeah. Nor- Norvell. Yeah, Norvell, right. And they didn't believe he was serious. Like, they didn't – they thought he was just going to use them. Right. But I think Brian Kelly's at the point now where he was like, 
I need to go somewhere else. I want to be at a school where I can win a national That's title. That's the whole thing. He and, didn't think he could win a national right. title at Notre Dame because of the academic standards. He was like, I just, so, I'm never going to get enough guys in here, and I can't. I want to win a title. Right. Never going to be able to have a defense like I could have at LSU. <laughs> get all those kids yeah. from the Bayou. So. You know, you're absolutely right, and it is annoying. I will that's say, what's annoying is that well, Jimbo here, changed the way people think, and that's not, partly, that's just Corey, Jimbo think. Partly, Corey, though, I think we also know this is the exact reason why this university wants out of this conference well, because sure. they are put in a place to feel like an also ran because they don't make Big Ten money and they don't make SEC money, and the longer that goes on, where this money gap grows, Florida State will not be seen as the creme de la creme that we're talking about right now. Probably not. And that's I, that's the other aspect right. to this discussion. It sucks, but that's yeah. the reality. It's why they want out. And I'm but, not I'm not sitting here saying Norvell would never leave. He's going to coach here until he's 70. I'm just saying he's not – nobody would leave. There's one person with, walking this earth that would leave Florida State for Texas right. A&M. And if, he's out of a job now. He doesn't coach anymore because well, he's an idiot. The, uh, well put. Uh, but yeah, no, the things that are in place right now at Florida State, it's not just that it's Florida State. Yeah. It is the fact that they've made this commitment over the last couple of years because yeah, they want to be in that yeah. relevant, they want to be one of those schools. And so he's got that in his favor. They're winning. They're killing it in the portal. Now they're killing it in high school. And he's recruiting. not poorly paid. He's paid over $8 million exactly. a year. So, so, yeah. so what are we talking about? And it's not like he's a guy who believes he needs 1,000 assistants because that coach has 990 assistants. Right. You know, it's it's – Mike Norvell, and again, I'll give him a ton of credit for this. To me, it doesn't seem with him to be about power. It never, it's never about him accumulating more power, which was what it always was with Jimbo. Norvell just wants what he needs to win football games yeah. and, and help those kids maximize their abilities. Well, he wants and, to win championships. Yeah. And and so all coach – yes, I get what you're saying. There isn't some sort of bloodlust for this power that Jimbo okay. seemed to have and that certain other I've coaches have I've got to have, have the had. biggest budget. I've got to have the yeah, biggest Yeah, because of what it represents and what right. it says about me. Right. I agree with that. I do think that as we go on, though, Mike is going to want you want to win championships. We're out of we're out of the doldrums. We're out of the bad place. We're in the place now where you're competing with Georgia for kids, Alabama for kids, yeah. Ohio if, State. If Florida or Miami ever get it together, in particular in Florida, uh, ever get it together, you're going to be competing big time for them for the, the recruits in the state. And you better have all the shiny stuff. You got to have yeah. all the toys that go along with that. And so, yeah, Mike's not walking around saying I want this just to want it. He will in due time say like. We putting shovels in the ground? What are we doing here? What's what's going to happen here, here, and here? And that's why Florida State's got to find a way to get the money. Yeah, I, whether I, it's here or another conference, they're going to have to. I do have think it. he appreciates Florida State more than Jimbo ever seemed to. I, I, and that's what Correct. I wrote. I thought Jimbo always Jimbo always thought he was the special sauce. Well, he says y'all. Jimbo used right. to say y'all, but he time. always thought he was the reason. Yeah, Florida State was the reason, as we've seen clearly over the last six years. Jimbo's not an all-time great coach. I just love clearly, you know, it, but Flo- he won a, He won twenty-nine straight games at this program, and yeah. he thinks it was all him. Right? Not like Florida State's prestige and history and tradition and lo- location might have helped him land some of those kids. Right. The funny, the, the great thing to me is you can always tell what uh, a school didn't like about their previous coach by what, by they what they're trying to hire in their next coach. Because then again, that's why part of why they hired Willie. Like people were excited about Willie because he he's going to be nice to people, yeah, and he's gonna like he's gonna be happy, Mister Positive, and that's basically what they described what they want in their next coach. The, the three best. things if they're able to get along, he wants somebody that's positive, positive, that's yeah, yeah. nice, yeah, organized, yep. yeah, yeah, and somebody that um, oh, what was the third thing? Positive, organized, and uh, uh, there's one other thing he wants, but it's all like you're just basically describing the anti Jimbo. Everything that that guy is not, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the fir- when the first thing he said about being positive cracked yeah. me up. I was like, well, buddy, sounds like you got the continuation version of Jimbo that we saw leave here, which was a guy who every day was mad Yeah. about something, even when there was no reason to be, just mad as hell about well, something that and happened. It, I mean, as long as you're complaining about everything else, you don't have to look at yourself. Yes, correct, correct. So, yeah, it, it, well, I do think if you're A&M, it's interesting to listen to those names that are out there, Corey, that do seem like realistic candidates, like – Elko would be a good hire for yeah. them, I, I think. I mean, I, there's a guy that has done a lot with Little at Duke very quickly. He was on that staff as a defense coordinator. He coached at Notre Dame, coached at Wake Forest. He's co- He's been around. He's a Ivy League grad. He's a smart guy, hardworking guy. He'd also go hire an OC that can he, I don't know how he would do it. with the Yell group and the, the yeah, dog. How, how does anybody do anybody, it? How does anybody Jimbo do did it. I mean, the last guy to do anything he's, with that Jimbo's group was R.C. Slocum. Yeah. Jimbo was out there swaying. Uh, I don't see Elko time, swaying. He did it one time. Well, and he looked like an idiot. Well, so Elko should not sway. <laughs> Grown-ass men out here swaying around like a-holes look exactly well, like the, that. And the cheerleaders slapping their arms uh, and, and kicking, kicking and yelling. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, and taking hip, pictures hip. with the stupid dog. And I, I, I love dogs, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> We're in my office. I'm holding this dog, so you guys got to see how I look with the dog? Yeah, how, what, how, what is the... And he had to buy... He bought a steer at some show or yeah, something. Yeah, he's wearing the oh, boots. Oh, that's right. Oh, What's yeah, the yeah. dog? Does the Revelry dog, or something? But is Revelry, the dog yeah. on the field? Who knows? Probably. Is dog it, just, might be is on it the like headsets. Mike the Tiger? The dog's probably be on, the on the headsets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, punt, Jimbo. It's fourth and an inch <laughs> at 40. That when, if you bark twice, that means I'm punting. All it's right. in a gold cage. It yeah. only gets wet food. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very pricey dog. It's yeah. a very expensive taste. Yeah. No. But, yeah, so I just thought it was a very uh, a good weekend for a Florida State fan base that needed that – I just hope they could – that's what my column was about is, like, you had Jimbo basically kick you on the way out the door multiple times, say you weren't committed to winning – He's not. He's now been fired. You had the number one recruit in the country toss your hat aside in the most public college football flip, decommitment, recommitment in the history of the sport. He's four and six, probably going to miss a bowl. It has to have. And winter is Corey, coming. Corey, it's not probably. Winter, winter is coming to Boulder. <laughs> like, and he gets to enjoy a bolder winter. Yeah. Awesome. One thing that. Awesome, uh, man. You could be getting ready to play North Alabama this week, man. Yeah. And one, you wouldn't be playing 130 snaps a game. One thing I'm pretty sure we were wrong about is remember we used to uh, – there was the bit where we said that uh, you, everybody's got a price. You could pay enough to get yeah. Jimbo to do yeah, – the, the dance, the the, dance the, yeah. in your yard or the your kid's birthday yeah, party. Yeah. He was going to dance like a clown. Yeah. I don't think we could hire Jimbo anymore. I don't think Jimbo – He I don't doesn't think have a, to. Nobody's, he's got official yeah. FU money now. Yeah. yeah. I don't think and we the can. thing is, he's the worst guy on earth to have FU money because he can't enjoy it. Like the three of us would enjoy that money so much more than Jimbo. Don't you think that that's money? why it's yeah. a dumb reason to go to A and M where well, you can't I, win? Yeah, no, that was about the power. It was about yeah, prestige. It's so and dumb. Power. But I'm saying like that, yeah. he can't enjoy it. Other than the two ranches he bought, he really can't enjoy. <laughs> Even it. then, is he enjoying yeah, is he them? Enjoying that? Is he out there riding around playing cowboys and Indians? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he'd do. That's a game now, from his childhood. And my, and my, if my man had that, is the kind of money he has. <laughs> he can run around on the range playing cowboys. He could go see <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon and just hire the cast. He actually could hire people that he actually gets to shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's right? right. He could play his own the da- most yeah. dangerous game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wants the gun to smoke so he can blow the smoke away. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, see you on next Tuesday. <laughs> Somebody clean that up. <laughs> he wears a badge. This is awesome. But the thing is, the wears last thing badge. on this is when we do these conversations, it feels like I think there are probably some people that listen to us and think, that we think he made a mistake by leaving, that he should have stayed. No, man, it was, was time over. to go. It no, the over. problem was, it was time to go. In 2015, 2016, 2017. Right. is when he started making the mistakes. Right. If he would have appreciated what Florida State was, he could have turned it into Maybe a juggernaut. Maybe even 14. And kept it in a juggernaut. Yeah. It yeah. did what Dabo did. Right. Yes, he could have. But he didn't. But 
there's evidence to suggest he wouldn't have. Probably. He, but yeah. he, the off-the-field off stuff was – Yeah, that's why. And so he had to leave. It, it just ended up being Texas A&M where he found the escape hatch. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines. We'll get to your questions, as we're wont to do. Hang in there. We'll be right back.